0: Yo, what's up, everybody? We back. It's another week, another Thursday. R two C two.
1: Another Thursday, and uh, see this. Um, this episode really shows our commitment to doing it every Thursday, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You're in traffic.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So, look, you know we we have um, recorded with Manny Machado this week, and that will be an episode our audience hears sometime very soon as part of a bigger rollout that we cannot fully disclose yet, but fun stuff happening for r 2 c Definitely big-time stuff going on. Big-time stuff. But because of it, it just meant, you know, we had to push that back a little bit. So we didn't want to leave the audience with nothing. So we figured, all right, you know, uh, we'll, we'll meet in the city. I love that you were game to meet in the city after the day game. I was doing the post-game show in Stanford. I figured, okay, I could get to the city meet you at the studio We could do uh, the podcast, and then um, traffic decided to play a different role. So this was us improvising. You early in the studio and me late calling from the car in traffic. Yeah,
0: this is how we got to do it. It's all good.
1: (laughs) By the way, I think this is like the ultimate testament to you as um, a podcast host. Like what other active athlete would be the one who's not only – Making it to location, but making it there early while the host is <laughs> stranded in traffic,
0: right? <laughs> nah, man, I love it. It's fun, man. It's, it's been it's been a great thing to do. So uh, it's easy. So yeah, I want to do it.
1: We had we have to keep it going, man. We we just like we want to make sure we told you guys every Thursday. So even if that means um, me in the back of an SUV and CC in studio, you get content every Thursday. And this is fresh off yet another series win. You guys just keep rolling.
0: Man, we've been playing well, man. And, and uh, I mean, we could even win that game last night, you know, uh, coming back after, give, you know, Masa uh, gave up four in the first, and we just battled back. And, you know, he pitched good after that. The bullpen pitched well, and, you know, we just came up a run short. But, man, this team is unbelievable the way we just, uh, you know, just keep winning games, playing good baseball, playing great defense, uh, getting some good, hit- I mean, timely hits, and, you know, just trying to keep it rolling.
1: It's fun to watch, man. It really is. And I I have to say Gio Rochella continues to blow me away, man. I mean, he I, I, you know, sometimes with guys obviously they can click at different times, but offensively he continues to do it and defensively he is just sensational
0: at third he really is it's unbelievable and and the the more you know I I started I was just in the ride here you know thinking about it like that he should be on the all-star team (laughs) you know what I'm saying like Yankee fans go vote every day for Gio go vote every day for Luke Glaber I mean with these guys are DJ Lemayhew. I mean these guys have been carrying us and you know it's a first place team that nobody expected us to be here after having you know 15 17 guys on the DL and you know myself included you know now coming back um you know, hopefully, sometime this week. But I mean, it's it's just been amazing. The next guy up, and, and you know, the energy in the room, and uh, it's been a fun team to be a part of so far.
1: You know what? That is a great point. I hadn't thought of that yet. See, Gio Urshela, really. I mean, you're right. He he's played like an all star. We need like a hashtag for him for a movement online. To man, get him for,
0: yeah, Yankee fans, if you listen to this, like, let's put something together for him, man. This this guy deserves to be starting at third base in the All Star game.
1: See, give us some insight to what he's like in the clubhouse and how he's fit in with your group.
0: Oh, he's a great guy. I mean, I, I think from day one of spring training, you know, he um, he was with us at the beginning of uh, you know of spring and uh, just got along with the guys. And you can even see him, you know, working in with Miggy, and you know, he's got a good relationship with Glaber and Tyro. So um, yeah, he's fit right in, right into the clubhouse. And you know, like I said earlier, I, you know, I, earlier on the podcast, you know, we have such a good group of guys, and, and, and the core of the team is, is uh, you know, such a, a good bunch of guys that, you know, kind of anybody that you bring in is going to fall into that and, and you know, kind of fall in line and, and, you know, just have fun and, and be a good teammate.
1: You know, I, um, I also I, – I'm glad you brought up Tyro Estrada because you said to me um, – I mean, you might have said it on the group chat at some point earlier this year where you were like, look, he's a big league player. And I didn't know because I just hadn't seen a lot of him yet. But, man, were you right. I know that he may end up still going back down just because when you get other guys back and, and that's a numbers game. Yeah, but, but I don't he I, 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 really
0: Going back down, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, Obviously, I'm not the <laughs> GM, but, like, we need that dude. <laughs> like, Isn't play,
1: that amazing yeah. that you're saying that about him now?
0: We could play third, short, second. I mean, he's got a big bat. He gets some big, some good hits. He knows how to run the bases. Like. He's a, like I told you. I mean, when I first saw him play, I, I saw him uh, down in minor league camp because I had to go to the minor league side once the team left, and uh, he was down there. And, and you know, he impressed me right away. I, I, you know, I saw him playing in a game that I was pitching in, and you know, um, like I said, when I when you know, right when he came up, I told you guys, man, he's he's a big leader. He, he he's going to be able to play every day somewhere uh, here soon.
1: That is so awesome. And see, it, it's funny you say that because I just think it speaks to how outstanding he's been, right, for you to be like, whoa, 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 I don't want to send him down. Keep this guy here, man. I want to whip him with <laughs> him.
0: Yeah, man, it, it's, it's crazy because, uh, you know, obviously we got, you know, a bunch of our guys coming back, so the team's probably going to look a little different. But um, it, it's been fun to play with this group so far. I mean, and, you know, when we get our guys back, it's just, just going to be that much better.
1: Do you think – I've been thinking about this a lot, see, because the reality is some of these guys who've been brought in here are – filling a hole right and and who knows what happens with other injuries and and whether players stay healthy or not throughout the remainder of this season but if everybody's healthy some of these guys know hey i'm coming up here for a finite period of time and then i may not be here for the rest of the season but if you guys go on and win the world series this year all of these guys whether they're still on your roster in october or not they're going to have played a key role based on what they've done over these last couple of months. I mean, you guys are 30 and 10 over your last 40 games, best record in baseball over that time period. And for most of that, you haven't had huge key pieces to the team, but you've been able to do it because you've had these other guys step up. So my question to you, because I've been thinking about this is do you think those guys, even if they're not with you in October, let's say, do you think they're going to take satisfaction knowing that they played a huge role in the
0: 2019 championship Yankees. Oh, no doubt. 1,000%. If that, if that does happen, we, you know, we go on the Winter World series. Yeah, everybody that's, you know, been a part of that room, you know, will take pride in that and, and you know, be pulling for us and want us to win unless it's a, it's a guy that gets traded and is on the other side. But, no, I mean, everybody in that room. And, and I think, you know, it goes back to, you know, talking, in, you know, in spring training and, you know, you sit down in front of everybody and Booney starts talking and, you know, everybody in that room has a chance to help us win at the beginning of spring training. There's 100-something guys in there, and, and um, you know, you have to believe that. And, you know, whenever they call your name to come up and, you know, try to fill in and, and uh, you know, do your best to, to step in and, and, you know, play well for us. But, yeah, I think everybody takes pride in that. And, and I think here with the Yankees, we you know, we use so many guys, so many different things happen throughout the season that, um, yeah, I mean, it's always the next man up, and, and those guys – Uh, this year have been doing a great job
1: you know it I love the the phrase be a star in your role right like not not every role is a starring role but be a star in your role and I feel like every single one of these dudes like even and I know he's now a podcast favorite and it's amazing how many people have come up to me and said oh I listen to Cameron Maben and he and I love him so much after hearing him on R2C2 and so I know maybe there's a little bias but like just thinking about his contribution, See, like every game he plays, he has at least two strong at backs I think about the win in the rubber game against the Padres this afternoon, and Maven creates a run all on his own. He's played great defense. Like every single one of these guys has done something significant to contribute.
0: Yeah, one thousand percent. And and I mean, you know, from Gio to Tyro to Nesta Cortez, you know, and yeah, uh, you know, the way to David Hale, the way the bullpen's been pitching. These guys. You know, every last one of them stepped up. And, you know, I'm just so happy for Cam, you know. You know, obviously won the World Series with Houston in 17. But, you know, you just want to play, you know, when you get older, you just want to play for teams that have a chance to win and, you know, have that camaraderie. And I think he's really, you know, having fun and flourishing, you know, in that vibe, you know, that we have going on just trying to win games every day.
1: We've got a lot of uh, good questions. We decided we'd do a little mailbag with the audience today. Um, as, uh, as we've committed to every Thursday, even when I'm stuck in traffic and Cece's nice, relaxed in the studio on time, the studious podcast toaster that he is. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I thought we got some different ones, see. So these are pretty good. Beginning with um, Go DJ 2 he tweets, Any thoughts on a reality show, C.C.? Amber's IG stories are
0: funny as hell. Oh, a reality show for me and my family?
1: Yeah. Never.
0: Hell no. No interest? No interest. I love watching reality TV and like, you know, that's, I mean, that's all me and Amber watch, but no, I would never want to be in that. No, I, I just like to watch it and like laugh. <laughs> <laughs> our family dynamic is so crazy. It might be a good show. You know, with us and the four kids and us being, you know, young and our kids... Growing up and stuff, it could be a funny show, but no, 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 no chance. No thanks.
1: A uh, uh, Carter would be the star of the show, right? Oh,
0: my gosh. He would – I mean, people – yeah, he would be a superstar for sure.
1: All right. The next question is from Themed Teams. Toughest batter you've ever faced, see?
0: Toughest batter? Um, I, I, I always say Manny Ramirez. Um, I know other guys have, like, better numbers off me and stuff probably, um, but he was just such a complete hitter and, and you know, just so tough to face. and. I mean, could do damage. Could you know get a single if he wanted to? He always could get the run in from third, you know. So he was just—he was a complete hitter, and he was always uh, the toughest one for me to face. So, I, I, and I always loved watching him hit too. So, uh, I, I, you know, Manny for sure.
1: Didn't you overlapped in Cleveland a little,
0: right? Uh, in the minors, not uh, not in the big leagues. He left in after the O season of two thousand. I think he went to Boston, Doctor. and I came up in I, I made the team in 0-1. But like in the minor leagues, and you know when I was in the minor leagues in, in spring training and stuff, I hung out with him a lot. Didn't you
1: tell a story, see, that he thought you spoke? Spanish oh yeah, he thought I was he thought I
0: was Spanish for the for the for I mean at least the first year that I knew him. I think he you know he thought that he thought that I spoke Spanish, and he we he's always come to the hotel and stuff in in uh, Winter Haven and um, pick up some of the younger guys and stuff, and and I would be one of those guys. And he asked me one time why I didn't speak Spanish, and I was like, "Bro, I'm from California." Uh, <laughs> 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 he thought I was Dominican. Oh,
1: that's tremendous! Oh, that is that feels like a very much a Manny story, like based on his <laughs> he, reputation. He's such
0: a great guy, though, and, and always mentoring people, and um, you know, helping the young guys out, and, and you know, he he was just he was a he was a good teammate. He's a good guy to be around.
1: He'd be a fun R2C2 guest.
0: Oh man, man, he'd be great R2C2 guest, and he could talk hitting all day, man. And and you know guys that can talk hitting, you know, no pitching. So uh, he's, I mean, he's just like Carlos. You know, he knows baseball for sure. Yeah.
1: You know who I want to get on? Eddie
0: Murray. Who was that?
1: Ooh.
0: Eddie Murray. Good man. He was there the other day when I was pitching. uh, Who was I pitching against? I think against Tampa. He was at the game, and and uh, you know I've known Eddie for. He was our hitting coach in Cleveland. I think starting in two thousand and two or three or something like that. So I've known him pretty much my whole career. We have a good relationship, and. You know he's uh, he's watched Lil C grow up and he's always checking on Lil C and asking about Lil C and stuff. So uh, you know he's kinda, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's kind of like a big uncle and stuff. So it, it'd be it'd be fun to get him on just telling stories and you know from his time and stuff. And uh, he's he's a good storyteller. So I'm gonna try to get him on. Is he
1: where's he living now,
0: C? He lives in LA, uh, but he's here a lot. He's always he's always in New York um, doing different things. So. Uh, it'd be cool. I mean I I'll, I'll try I'll try to text him and see. He's he's here a lot in the off season. I always see him during football season, but uh you know, we'll see if gotcha. I can catch up with him.
1: But that that would be a great one for sure.
0: Yeah, that'd be a fun one.
1: All right. Next question. Allison Case, that NYY chick on Twitter says which piece added this off season has been the biggest contributor to the positive clubhouse culture. Big fan of you too. and I need a lefty for our slow pitch softball team.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody has been great. You know, I think, uh, hmm, I don't know which 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 one of the new guys have been, you know, the best, but everybody that we, you know, that, that's brought in, that we brought in has been great. DJ's awesome. Um, Gio's a great guy. Tulo's a good dude. Um, Otto's awesome. Pax is good. Hap coming back. Like, there's just a bunch of great guys in there. We love to have fun and, and, uh and, you know, have a good time. I think the, you know, who brings a lot of energy who wasn't here last year that kind of, he got sent down, Tommy Canely. Having Tommy back, man. Tommy is funny, man. He just runs around the clubhouse screaming shit all day and has a bunch <laughs> of energy. So it's uh it's always fun when he's around. So having him back, you know, full time, obviously pitching well for us, but, you know, in the clubhouse, you know, keeping the energy up, uh, I would have to say Tommy.
1: That's a great answer. See, I, I, I don't know if people would know that about Tommy, I got a glimpse of it when he was on our Game of Thrones roundtable. But he, that was—he he seemed... wasn't
0: even like himself, and we killed him after. Like everybody was oh, like, "Bro, you? he didn't even like. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was. He was nervous. So we have to get uh-huh. him back, like just him solo, and like let him go off. He's hilarious, and he knows. He knows more about more about sports than that's who I go to to ask questions about sports. Tommy knows everything, bro.
1: I remember Harkey saying that, right? Like he knows, remembers like everything. I mean, he knows the
0: whole offensive line for the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. he, like he knows he knows everything. He knows about soccer. I asked him about soccer. Like he knows uh, he knows his sports, and so he'd be a fun guest to have on just him by himself. I, I think uh, we need to bring him back.
1: Oh, we definitely do, man. We definitely do. We need to see all that come out in his personality for sure. For sure. All right, Jason Murphy wants to know. Will the Yankees and Rays have a bench-clearing brawl before the end of the season?
0: <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think, it's, I think it's done. So, uh, you know, hopefully we just go out and play, try to play some hard, good, hard baseball, get each other, and see who comes out on top. But, uh, no, nah, I think, I think, I think uh, all
1: of that other stuff we're going to leave in the past. All right, this is an interesting <laughs> one. Uh, Tank Hankeris, Pat H, wants to know, what is the finger wiggle – that you guys do when somebody hits a double.
0: Oh man, that's inside joke, man. That's that's a great that's a great fan though. Pay, paying attention to detail and seeing that, right? But uh I not I can't I can't tell you tell people what that is.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I like it. You know what? See, I, I love because what you did there was you kept the secret a secret, but you also keep came- the kind of fan that picks up on stuff.
0: Yeah, Yankee fans are good fans, and they they pick up on stuff like that. And and uh, yeah, we've been doing it all year, but it's it's an inside clubhouse joke.
1: All right, very good. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll it'll stay that way, and the nosy media won't find out. Yeah. Um, Bronx Bombers beat. asked most and least favorite parts of NYC, uh- and I said. Traffic has got to be my least
0: favorite part. Yeah, traffic, tra- tra- but you know what? I live so close, like across the bridge, that I'm not like traffic really doesn't get me that much. So um, I don't, you know, it's not that crazy for me. But um, I, I mean, I think just like all the restaurants, like and, you know, ha- being living in New York City, like having something to do all the time, whether it's go to a Knicks game, a Nets game, um, you know, a Broadway show, d- a good dinner. Um, that's that's pretty cool to have that, you know, so close, and, and you know, to be living in New York. Um, you know, that's, that's my favorite part for sure. I, I don't really have I, a I least love- favorite part. I guess. I mean, I don't really have a least favorite part.
1: Well, good. We, we're, we're glad you love it. As a, as a New Yorker, I love hearing that, man. I, other than the traffic, I love everything. And I will say there is something always so awesome about just like the energy you feel walking around the city, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it's just like, you know, there's like this buzz that things are going on, you know, things are happening. And you so, feel everybody's them.
0: somebody's going Everybody's going somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, people got places to yeah. be, like, everybody's doing something. But I was thinking, like, my least favorite part used to be the pizza, but you fixed that for me. Now we got Prince Street Pizza, and it's all good.
1: Hey, man, we did. I, I That was, like, my soul... Mission in life, and I'm so glad we accomplished it last year.
0: Yeah, we good, and now like I'm going to Chicago in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, do I even need to go to Giordano's? But yeah, I'm
1: definitely gonna hit that <laughs> shit every
0: night. Because you've been taken <laughs> care of.
1: The real question is, are you bringing Prince Street home to the family tonight? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Loiki Dowdy, I don't know if I'm saying that name right. Asked, what do you guys know and think about European baseball? Thank you for the great podcast. I'm a Belgian fan and ball player. Oh, wow. very I- cool. We love we we love Belgium. Love watching their soccer team. See, I don't know much about European baseball. Do you?
0: No, I mean I know a couple of guys went over. Uh, I know Mark Tihan went and played last last summer in Italy, um, and he said he he enjoyed that. Um, you know, going over there and being able to do that. But no, not not much after that. I haven't really heard anything uh, about that.
1: Maybe we'll learn some more about it uh, when we go to London. Yeah, for sure. You know? But but uh, thank you very much for listening all the way from Belgium. All right, this question is from Jen Parrish. She says, who do we think Ray's parents are? Saw the trailer for episode nine. I want her to be connected to the Skywalkers. Man. I, like,
0: I think they kind of killed that storyline, right? Like, we talked about that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. It's interesting, right? Because... Like, they I definitely uh, – uh, Kylo told her they're no one, right? Yeah, but I don't think that they can that they bring can that back. back.
0: Yeah, they can't bring that back, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, he said that there were no one.
1: The only thing I could say is you could say, if you wanted to make it, you know, a deeper lineage, you could say, oh, Kylo just said that because he was trying to convince her to go with him. yeah, That would be the play. If you, if you wanted to go that route, I don't know if that was Ryan Johnson's intentions when he wrote out that line for last Jedi. But if you wanted to bring it back, that would be the way you could do it. I, but then the question would be like, well, why did her parents leave her like in the desert with Ankar plot or whatever that blob's name? Is.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, and, and like, I'm kind of satisfied with like her parents not being anybody, I guess, in the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we wanted to know at first and then, and then, you know, that came out. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, let's just, let's keep it moving.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. I, um, I, I think that it, there's something to be said for they're trying to create basically, uh, the story of hey, you don't need to have a particular bloodline in order to be a Jedi, to be a Jedi right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and that was part of the end of uh, that was part of the end of Last Jedi was seeing that final scene and the fact that like the legend of Luke was inspiring others, and you see this kid who obviously had like force sensitivities when he like grabbed the broom at yeah. the, in that final scene. Remember, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's like it's like if Ray doesn't have the parents, then doesn't it kind of give hope to everybody else out there that, hey, you don't need to come from this family or that family in order to a be Jedi. a Right? Yeah. Like, I think that's a better so,
0: storyline than if her parents are, you know, if we find out her parents are somebody at this point. Yeah. At this point in the I, story.
1: I think you're probably right. I think we're all kind of obsessed with, like, the connections and, like, you know, royal family culture, if you will. But I think you're right. I think it's probably a better story if it's like, no, like she was just like a scavenger and just like, you know, had some force sensitivity and look, like you don't have to be from the Skywalker family. By the way, see, I don't know. Do we ever talk about the trailer, the Rise of Skywalker trailer?
0: I haven't seen it. What? No, you I haven't seen watched it. The trailer you know, I don't watch trailers. Oh. I don't, I like for, for stuff that I like. I don't, I don't, I don't like to watch the trailer because it's too far away. The shit don't come out till December.
1: Oh man, the trailer's so good though. Bro. Like I
0: never watched the trailer for uh for Game of Thrones. I'm so glad I didn't. But uh I you never didn't? did. I never did. No, I, I don't I like wow. I never I, I don't I don't 'cause I don't like to get I, that's that's all I'll start thinking about is like when it's coming out, you know?
1: <laughs> so you will avoid all the trailers until uh Rise of Skywalker comes out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I won't I won't watch anything. Wow.
1: I, I do kind of like that because then everything comes in completely fresh for you, you know?
0: Yeah, and then, you know, sometimes like the trailer, that's, that's the best part of the
1: movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Well, I, I, you know what? I can respect that. All right. Nick Mamatos, Nick M538 on Twitter, asks, our favorite show on an entertaining streaming service, i.e. Netflix, when not doing baseball stuff.
0: Man, I don't know if I can just pick one. I'll let, you, I'll let you go first.
1: You know, one that I got, I'm on right now that I really like. I guess it was canceled after the second season, but I think it's hilarious. Is Friends from College?
0: Bro, I t- did I did I was I did I tell you about this show? I think you may have a while ago, right? Yeah, it's so funny, man. And it, it, it got canceled. I think so. It, oh, it's fucked up. That okay. show was hilarious.
1: We we need to try and create a movement to bring it back. Like, I, I don't know one person who hasn't thought this show was hilarious. Everybody I know who's who's seen it is like, this show is terrific.
0: Not a lot of people have seen it, but that shit is funny as hell, though, man. That show is great. Oh. Um, I just oh randomly, my. like, caught it one night uh, watching Netflix. And, like, the show so, it's great, too, because it's only 30 minutes. So you can, like, you can watch them all pretty quick.
1: It, right, exactly. You bang them, out those episodes. It's funny. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh Michael uh, Keegan, or, or Keegan-Michael Keel. Keegan-Michael Key, uh he is hilarious in it, man.
0: He is. He's funny, and Fred Savage is funny, too, man.
1: You know Fred Savage is my celebrity lookalike?
0: Yeah, of course. I've told you that a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, good. All right, we're not breaking new ground. Just, you know, we're just reminding the audience. My funny, uh, I, like right
0: now, I just got done finished watching Imposters. Um, that's on Netflix. But right now, I have nothing. I'm not watching anything. I, I don't have any shows to watch. I'm like um, going crazy because people. I'm I'm asking everybody like, give me a new show to watch because it's nothing on right now. Peaky Blinders ain't coming back out. It was supposed to come out in spring, uh, but that ain't been back out yet. So um i just got hulu so i think i'm gonna start um atlanta um which is with um donald glover i think that uh everybody tells me that show is hilarious too so i might start that on the next road trip but man now nah, i I need something man i'm not i have i need some suggestions because i have nothing to watch right now
1: have you been watching billions this season
0: yeah yeah I'll, you know i watch that week to week so okay um, yeah
1: you
0: yeah. need something to binge watch. I need something to binge watch, yeah. And and fuck, I watch everything, so it's hard it's hard to bro, find did, something.
1: Did you watch twenty four?
0: No, that show's terrible. No, what? That show's amazing. Nobody can do that much shit in one hour, bro. Like I tried to watch Jack that Bauer show
1: 10.
0: Jack Bowers, um, but this guy is fucking I, I mean, it it was just pissing me off. It's like, come on, man. Like he's doing all this shit in one hour, no
1: way. Hey, it, it, it's 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 twenty four hours. And he, he gets a lot done in a day, man. It's kind
0: of like, have you ever you seen Designated Survivor? Yes. It's the same thing. Like, I mean, it was good at the beginning, but then you're like, fuck, man, come on. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you, though, man, 24 was the first show I ever saw that was great at, like, teasing something for the next week. Yeah. Paying it off right away at the beginning pr- of the episode. And then teasing something else by the end. So that by the end, you're like, "Wait, I need to see the I was next like episode." To know. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how exactly. Prison Break
0: was too, because they came on around the same time. Prison Break was oh, kind of yeah. the same way. Yeah, you I, know who just I got into 24, they, and he's like all excited. He's just been telling me about it all the time. Who? T. Andy, Andy. He never watches shows, and he and he's like into 24. Parks <laughs> got him watching 24. And, like, oh, he man. texts me, like, all the time talking about this show. And I'm like, bro, I do not watch this show. Please stop texting me about 24. <laughs> that is <crazy>. great.
1: <laughs>
0: but I love that he's that into is... it, though. I love it. I love it.
1: You got to tell Andy he can text me about 24. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is hilarious, man. Uh, I do love it. I will say. I think you should give it another chance. What about Mad Men?
0: I, I, finna- I, I watch Mad Men.
1: Oh, you watch it all? Yeah. Okay. I really like Mad Men. Mad Men was a good show. Yeah, Mad Men was a real good show. Um, All right, speaking of TV, uh, the official CB uh, tweeted at us that he's currently an aspiring screenwriter who one day hopes to write the next great TV show. Since We are both big Game of Thrones fans. What is something about a TV show that gets you hooked and keeps you watching? Would love to create a TV show one day that you both love to watch.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I think like we said, right. Yeah. That's a great question. I think like we said, just something that like, you know, that like grabs your attention during the episode and then something that you can look forward to for the next week. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I like that too. Like where it's like, almost like by the end of one episode, you forgot what you were jonesing to know at the beginning of it, you know? Yeah. Like I, I always remember that in one, there was something with 24 where it was like the, Season started with like or like Jack and like the Salazar's, and then like at some point you're like he's on to so many other dramas you forgot they're even a part of it, you know? Yeah. Um, which keeps it interesting. Also, something for me is just like you know really like genuine dialogue that gives like insight into the characters. Like I always think back to like uh, Game of Thrones did that as well as any. Show I've ever seen. That, when you think about,
0: I was about to say, Mad Men too did that really well too. Yeah. Where you can understand their yeah. characters, like you understand where they were coming from, like you really felt them.
1: Yes, exactly. Like think about like Roger Sterling in The Office, like interacting with Don Draper, right? Yeah. Like, or, or like or, Tyrion talking to Varys, like you just like it's just like the dialogue or Arya and the Hound, you know? For sure. That uh, that those are key elements. Well, hopefully. This dude, you know what, whatever the official CB's real name is, I hope he comes back and tweets at us when he creates a show someday.
0: I know. That would be great. That's, that's awesome that he uh, that he thought of us to think, you know, to, to give him some yeah. insight. Yeah. I,
1: I like that a lot. All right. Uh, we got a couple more questions here, See before we wrap up uh, this dedicated Thursday edition of Part 2 c 2 Every okay. week. That's it. We, don't, we never miss, even when I'm stuck in traffic in the rain. Okay. Spencer Hall. He tweets, as a veteran, do you ever get a gut feeling that before a guy steps in the box, he's going to get a hit, regardless of what pitch you throw or where it's located?
0: Um, No, you don't really get a gut feeling, but you just, like, sometimes you. you instead of saying, like, I'm going to make this pitch, you say, don't throw it here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't mm. leave this changeup up. Or me and Jay was just talking about this in the dugout a couple of days ago. Instead of, you know, where we're saying, I'm going to get this pitch in. Like, I'm about to make a good pitch right here. I'm about to make a good pitch, get a double play. You know, sometimes we're out there and you're like, you know, you can't do this. Or, you you know, don't don't leave this pitch here. You know what I mean? Instead of having the attitude of, I'm going to go out and make this good pitch and get this guy out.
1: Mm, that's very interesting. I, I get the difference of that. I, besides the feeling of just like. Oh, he's going to get a hit no matter what. Yeah, you know I, I, don't like think,
0: I, I don't know if anybody feels that. But, but, yeah, you definitely feel like if I, you know, you, you, in your head, you're like, don't leave this pitch here or, you know, don't, don't do this or, you know, you can't throw a pitch here. So, you, you get into that mindset, then that's when you get into trouble.
1: All right. Uh, if that led, um, FNUP64 tweets, how many Yankee games will you and CeCe be broadcasting together in 2020?
0: Never. You don't think so? No <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. They, they still wearing suits up there. I know. So,
1: well,
0: I don't think it's going to happen, if you man.
1: Your, what if you just had like a sport coat on for the open and then you took it off during the broadcast?
0: And then I could wear a Jordan
1: t-shirt? Yeah. Then during the game you can wear whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I would do that for sure. Okay. Maybe we'll find some happy uh, medium then. A little, a little common ground.
0: I still think it's dumb as hell y'all wear suits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh. ESPN is oh. kind of cleaning
0: up a little bit, though. Like they wear suits now, but then the guys have tennis shoes on. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of turning a little bit.
1: You know, with the boxing stuff I wear for DAZN, um, they don't want us wearing ties. Like they're they, you know, we're in blazers or sport coats, or you could be in a suit, but like no ties. They don't they don't want the ties.
0: Wow, oh, that's weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man, but I guess kind of like a more casual look, you know. So
0: just like, wear a fucking like, sweatsuit then they out there boxing and fighting and shit. with you wearing? Oh suit? My for? God. <laughs>
1: hey, by the way, are you going to be able to go to the Joshua fight now? Uh, when is it? It's Saturday, but now your game's a night game. It was supposed to be a yeah, day. Yeah,
0: no, it's a night game. Uh, and and plus, man, I don't want to see neither one, him or Wilder, fight unless they fighting each other, man. Fuck this. Like I went to the Barclays drove all the way the fuck out there, and that shit was over in 30 seconds. Like, I'm not watching yeah. neither one of those dudes fight <laughs> until they fight each other. Or Tyson Fury. So they, they both, they both no, 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 thanks.
1: You know what? One thing I was thinking about trying to get on, Chris Mannix, who's my colleague at The Zone, who does a great job covering boxing, so that we could talk to him about that, man. Because he's what's the, I know what's the he hold is so what's, frustrating. What is,
0: this is, I mean, gosh, we haven't had two heavyweights in, years yeah. and, and it seems like they don't want to fight each other this would be a mega fight like a you know and and you know boxing you know they, they we we need it like so it, yeah it's it's frustrating that that you know and i think wilder just took another
1: fight he did which, yeah. not only to take another fight but he announced it before the joshua fight even takes place so it like it, it takes steam away from the sport you know it's just like as we always say, boxing is its own worst enemy, right? Yeah, like, I don't. I don't
0: think anybody that watches boxing wants to see those two dudes fight. Any anybody besides you know, Wilder and Joshua? I don't think anybody wants to see that.
1: I think you're right. Everybody want, and and by the way, it will be a huge fight if those two. It'll be a transcendent event. And what's crazy about it is, so Joshua was kind of skirting uh, Wilder at first, but now Joshua all in. And Wilder's been avoiding it, and it's big time money, man. Like, you know what's crazy is 50 million
0: a fight. Easy. But what's crazy is the more Wilder fights, the better he gets. So Joshua better hurry up and fight fight him before he sharpens up all the way. And 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 that shit is over in 30 seconds.
1: (laughs) Because if if he sharpens his
0: boxing skills a little more, like the way he knocks people out, the way, I mean, his right hand, man. People don't come back from that shit. I mean, look at that that guy. I mean, he was laid out, and then deadly he, weapon, man. And then he tried to say the ref counted too fast. Nah, man, you would sleep for fucking thirty seconds before he started counting.
1: Oof, scary, man. Crazy, scary. I I just I pray that we get that fight, man, because it'd be so great for the sport. Even if it's like, if
0: it's in London, I would go. Like if you know, yeah, man, that'd be huge.
1: Hell yeah, I think what they would probably do is a two fight deal. Where one is in London and one is here, you know. Yeah. Um, but that would have to be a London Vegas fight, perfect.
0: though, right? Like, would that be? A new, I mean, mm-hmm. ah,
1: it could be the Garden, but I think, I, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if they. I mean, it, it very well could be Vegas. That's probably the Family Feud answer. But what if they even did it at uh, Cowboy at stadium Cowboy stadium, stadium? Yeah. Yeah. That could be one, too. Yeah, because Wilder's I from,
0: think, uh, from, from uh, I think he's from Alabama. So, like, you know, all, all those people would be able to to get there easy to, to pack that place out.
1: Exactly. I don't know this, but I think that, like, you know, Canelo, Triple G, I, their, their third fight, I think, could be potentially at Cowboys Stadium again. We'll see. Okay. Um, all right. Speaking of London, final question. Richard Ingham says, what food is Cece most looking forward to trying on the London trip?
0: Uh I don't know. I I need like a, a good list of stuff that I should try. I I haven't even thought about that. I need I need a I need some any some suggestions. I would I would love to take uh any suggestions. Any good restaurants, anything like that that, you know, me and my family should try for sure. <laughs> the only thing I have on my list is is seeing this this Harry Potter studio. The, and and that's the only that's the only thing I want to see there.
1: Where is that?
0: It's somewhere there.
1: <laughs> now are you going on do you have like a tour set up
0: yeah we got a tour set up well we're setting the tour up so it should nice. be fun
1: well you know if you need an extra person to go on the Harry <laughs> Potter tour like you know I am going to be there see you know I'm just oh, saying yeah, you're, I more can, I be,
0: you're more than welcome it's going to be I, 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 I'm assuming it's going to be insane so I hope it's I hope it's a lot of fun
1: oh dude I would love that man that would be awesome I, um, I was actually watching Order of the Phoenix the other day I love those movies so much man you but were watching what? You know what? Order uh, Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. The uh, yeah, what is that? The fourth one, that's right? A, yeah, that's the fourth, no, fourth, no, fourth
0: one. Uh, yeah. Or you is know, it the third one? No, that's the fourth one. Yeah, who's a big Harry no. Potter fan? Clint Fraser. I had no idea. Is he really? Yeah, he's a he's a huge Harry Potter fan.
1: Oh, that's sick, man! <laughs> yeah, I love that. I gotta I gotta talk to him about when, that.
0: Whenever I always tell people like I'm a Harry Potter fan, especially guys on the team, they're like, "What the what?" And then he was like all in, so we started talking about the movie. So that was he, you know, he saved me a little bit. <laughs> oh,
1: that's that is awesome, man. You know what's funny about that is like, especially because like you're the you're a big dude, you're the dude like cursing as he comes off the mound. People probably don't expect like you're into all the nerdy shit you're into, which I love about you.
0: Yeah, but I keep, I tell everybody, man, I'm nothing like what I am when, in competition. I can't even say on the mound because it's competition. You know, if I'm playing against somebody in something, I'm trying to beat your ass. No matter what.
1: Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I like that. That would be fun, man. But you know what we should do? This is We'll tell our audience listening right now. If you have questions, I mean, um, if you're an R2C2 listener with knowledge about London and where to eat yeah. and what to eat, tweet at us. Please. Tweet at us with the hashtag R2C2, and we'll, we'll, we'll read some of the suggestions, and we'll use them.
0: We may even go to some of those places. We take some video.
1: Oh, I like that, man. Yeah. We're both going to be there. Yeah, so we got two, be, and we got two days off. Uh, no, that is nice, man. I'm excited about that. Your whole family going, too?
0: Yeah, everybody will be there. So it should be a lot of fun.
1: Awesome, man. What about D and Jomar? Oh, yeah, they'll definitely be there. You know that. Oh, awesome, dude. That's going to be a great time. Well, see, hey, we, we, we kept every, uh, every Thursday, man, even with me uh, – not able to get to the studio in time to join you. We made sure to keep true to our promise.
0: Yeah, I hope the fans appreciate it, man, because we have been. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, yes, the audio quality, sure, not the best as it usually is, but it doesn't matter. The dedication to the episode, it trumps audio quality in this case. And at least you were in a nice, cozy studio, CeCe.
0: Yeah, I'm good. It's not raining. Man. I'm headed home. That's
1: right. You're headed home. So for everybody, remember to rate, review, Subscribe and um, give us that list of places in London to check out. Uh, Episode with Manny Machado is going to be coming out. We have some exciting things on the horizon, so stay tuned for all of that. And, see, we'll do it again next Thursday, man. No doubt. Peace.